the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298 CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Authorities in Maine say mental health problems were definitely behind the mass killing in Lewiston that resulted in 18 deaths and the death of the suspected gunman. It was a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Police say 40-year-old Army Reservist Robert Card was found dead inside a commercial trailer at a recycling center in Lisbon. There was a couple of firearms found at the scene. Public Safety Commissioner Michael Soschuk says it was an area that had been cleared twice Friday. He says they don't have an official motive, but it appears cards specifically targeted the bowling alley and the bar. The individual felt like uh, people were talking about him. Uh, it may even appear that there were some voices uh, in play. He says Card's family had been helping police providing his identity when they saw the surveillance images. I'm Jackie Quinn. And this is SRN News. This week on the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Tiffany Justice of Moms for Liberty. Instead of the government system listening to the parents who are the stakeholders, they shut us down. They literally shut off our microphones. They changed citizen input at school board meetings. One of our own moms called by an FBI field office after having spoken at a school board meeting. You're making peanut butter and jelly in the morning, and you have an FBI agent calling you about your speech. Stream the Michelle Tafoya podcast at Salem Podcast Network. It's a minute past one. You're listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. The right choice. Thanks for making this your choice. It's Marshall, and from the Genovations Regen Weather Center, yes, snow likely this afternoon. 35, the expected high. Chance of snow tonight in 25, mostly cloudy in 35 tomorrow. This is AM 1280, The Patriot at am1280thepatriot.com. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, going on 22 years strong of bringing all the news I care to bring to you, Monday through Friday, most weeks, and, uh, and in fact, sometimes more than that, if, if news requires, which, I mean, let's be honest, it's show prep for the show. Which, again, going on 20 years strong. Myself, the headliner edition, along with my colleagues, the new guy, Jack Tomzak, coming up at 3 o'clock, 3 to 5, here on AM 12A, The Patriot. Brad Carlson, the closer, tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. And, of course, charter member of the Narn, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on her sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. 
together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating all Twin Cities media for almost a generation. Uh, you heard that right. Almost a generation of being the most important single media outlet in the Twin Cities period for news, for entertainment, for the conservative truth. Anyway, speaking of the conservative truth, there was a, a, a lavishly publicized mass shooting this past week in Lewiston, Maine, uh, depending on who you listen to and when you listen to them, up to 20, uh, tw- uh, 22 people dead. Now 23, I guess, including the shooter himself, whose name I will not uh, repeat on the air because it's been proven that these people, these spree killers, feed off of each other. And especially, I mean, they're all mentally ill to some in some way or another. I mean, they all, all of them. Uh, every single person who takes it upon themselves to take a firearm or any weapon, really, and, and go out and and decide to, with no other motive, I mean, with any motive, but especially with no motive, but for the sheer joy of killing in their twisted minds, going out and extinguishing human lives, uh, we we know for a fact that many of them take each other as inspiration. Many of them mention previous spree killers and their various manifestos. Now, this particular shooter, the Lewiston, Maine shooter, is in particular, a like like many uh, spree killers, a instructive case in that he was found with, he's been committed against his will, a state that took its own laws on the books seriously, would not have uh, would, would have flagged this person like a number of previous uh, spree killers. They had more than enough information on their public record to have disqualified them to have owned a gun in the first place. Uh, most particularly, this, the killer, oh, God, eight, nine years ago in Sutherland Springs, Texas, the one who shot up a church and killed 20 odd people before being chased down and killed by a citizen with an AR-15. Gosh, funny how that works. The uh, the this particular person, uh, and by the way, the, this person had a criminal record, uh, a deeply disqualifying criminal record that the Air Force, in its infinite wisdom, had not bothered to report to civil authorities. Uh, this this person now uh, committing uh, the the crimes, committing the, the the spree killing, the mass murder in Lewiston, Maine, was an Army reservist, and and so when you hear people say, well. What do what do civilians need with weapons of war? Uh, well, even if you accept the idea that they don't need, quote, weapons of war, end quote, and if you're willing to abstract the idea of weapons of war to include semi-automatic guns with military furniture on them, uh, you, you have to still recognize that, that this person, the person who shot, uh, murdered 22 people and then took his own life in Lewiston, Maine, was an army reservist, one of the people that we're supposed to trust with firearms. Speaking of which, if you're sick of hearing smug Brits yakking about how much safer their society is since they have enacted near-complete gun control, keep in mind a story that came out on the BBC this uh, past week, an epidemic of... Thefts from military armories in the United Kingdom. Now, these are not being stolen by law-abiding Brits. By definition, they're committing a major felony, pilfering firearms of any kind from 
the military. So somewhere in the, and, and by the way, it's become a significant problem. Lots of literal weapons of war, fully selective fire, automatic weapons, machine guns, grenades, rocket launchers, disappearing from the British military. Where they will turn up, nobody knows. What mischief will be carried out with them is anyone's guess. At any rate, uh, those of you who... Uh, ben Shapiro had an excellent piece on this, I believe, yesterday on his uh, his show here on, on Freedom 1570 on exactly why he's not giving up his firearms anytime soon. I urge you to uh, listen as well, take stock, and to realize, yeah, no, yet again, as always after episodes like this, you have a a number of politicians who were chanting the usual chanting points about how no civilian needs a weapon of war, ignoring the fact, of course, this particular civilian is uh, someone who has weapons of war. In fact, was apparently a firearms instructor of some kind in the military. So, and, and then keep in mind that the reason we have a Second Amendment is to protect ourselves against the standing military, to give the civilians, the the citizens of this country, the people, as referred to in the Constitution, a counterbalance against the power of the military. You know, the ones who, uh, one of whom carried out this this massacre this past week. At any rate, speaking of massacres, I'd like to throw a little moral conundrum out there past you right now. Now, let's say that you're minding your own business, going about your day, and someone walks up to you, let's just say hypothetically with a baseball bat, and they announce to you that they want to kill you with that baseball bat. Now, your logical response, absent any other means to respond, would likely amount to some variety of, no, no, I don't want anybody beating me to death with a baseball bat. And the discussion, absent any other stimuli absent any other means of response hypothetically this is this is a moral parable not a real life situation officially uh, the discussion carries on until someone uh recognizes the fact that you're having a bit of a standoff on the issue of whether someone is going to be able to beat you to death with a baseball bat and they step in and they offer a solution they say okay You, sir, with the baseball bat, wants to kill this person. You don't want to die. Least of all by being beaten to death with a baseball bat. Let's find a solution. A middle way. How about you, the potential victim, settle in compromise for a a traumatic brain injury and a fractured skull? Now, there's a significant part of our society that would say, hey, compromise is good. I I mean, is anyone really wrong in our world? What is wrongness? What what does it, I mean, is anyone really completely right or completely wrong? Compromise between two diametrically opposed views must, by its very nature, be the right approach. And so there is a significant part of our society who, metaphorically speaking, in situations that are metaphorically related to the scenario I just described, someone wanting to beat you, you personally to death with a baseball bat, and you not wanting 
that. To say, hey, everyone gets a little of their way. And everyone has to compromise a little bit on their way. So what do you say? Let's just let's go with the fractured skull and the traumatic brain injury. You don't die, but you you live. But the other side gets at least the important parts of their negotiating play. Now, you might respond, no, 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 no. The middle way is not, in fact, the moral high ground. I, I do not want anyone hurting me in any way at all. I, I have indeed a right not to be arbitrarily beaten to death. And the Budinsky may hear the person with the bat say, yeah, hold it. I want to, to beat you to death with a baseball bat. And the Budinsky might respond, well, okay, you, potential victim, why won't you compromise? What do you have against everyone getting along and, and pulling in the same direction? What do, you, what do you have against unity? The question I ask you is, who is right? The guy with the bat? Or the person striving to seek a middle ground between the bat, bat guy and, and, and you? Or perhaps... Hypothetically, are you, in not wanting to get beaten to death with a baseball bat, absolutely right? And is there no need whatsoever to compromise on your right to live? Now, if your response is, in fact, that latter response, that I'm putting my foot down, nobody's hitting me with a bat or for any reason at all, period, end of story. And the other is to ask, well, why do you hate the guy with the bat? I mean, it, the Budinsky says, what, you hate the person with the bat? Do you want to eliminate the person with the baseball bat? Well, you might say, well, if he's trying to kill me, yeah, I wouldn't mind eliminating or at least giving him a reason to, to, to run away and deter the attack. And, and the Budinsky, the person suggesting you compromise, were to say, why do you hate the bat guy so much? Does this change your mind? Anyway, the entire point of that diatribe is that, that sometimes the middle path, the compromise path through a problem, the, the negotiated solution to a problem, to a d- disagreement, to a dispute, is not always the right dis- uh, answer just by dint of the fact that it's a compromise. Putting it another way, unity that is forced against everyone's will is not unity. It's just coercion. Now, what does this have to do with the world today? Oh, I think most of you know what this has to do with the world today, but we'll talk about that when we come back, as well as some Twin Cities news related to this metaphor. And we'll take phone calls at 651-289-4488. Let's take a quick break right right now. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, your local auto glass specialist. Take the hassle out of windshield repair at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. The ruling on the field stands. You can register as an organ donor regardless of your age or health. 
Even people with conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, hepatitis, or cancer can donate. And age is not a factor. The oldest organ donor ever was 95. Don't fumble your chance to save lives. Get the facts and register as an organ donor today at life-source.org. That's life-source.org. Sponsored by LifeSource, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from Big Tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Frightens someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Don't forget Clean Comedy Night with author and comedian Jeff Allen. Came up Thursday, November 16th at 7 p.m. at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Tickets are available at am12athepatriot.com. Or for more information, you can actually just go there and get $10 off the ticket, uh, which will be great. I might try and make it down for that. I've got some stuff going on. but uh, I've seen Jeff Allen before. He's excellent. Hope to see you there. Go to am12athepatriot.com, the font of all that is good in life. 651-289-4488, the number to call. So I started things off with a moral parable. If someone wants to kill you and you don't want to die, and someone else suggests perhaps just something in between, getting hurt very, very badly is, in effect, the middle ground that everyone should shoot for. Are they, in fact, proposing something that is the moral response to the situation? I mean, if you have a brain in your head and a moral compass pointing anywhere near where your moral compass should point to, you're going to say, no, there is no right 
to kill other people. There is nothing. There is nothing about killing, brutalizing, abusing other people that 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 that, that furthers any rational point. That 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 legitimizes, or though it is legitimized by any grievance that you might have, that anybody might have, and yet we have a significant chunk of our society, an amazingly large chunk of our society that believes at that at the very best. As we speak in New York City, the Crown Heights neighborhood in Brooklyn is has been, which by the way is a, is a highly Jewish neighborhood, probably one of the most Jewish neighborhoods outside of Israel, anywhere in the world, and especially heavily populated by Hasidic Jews who are very identifiably Jewish, the beards, the, the hats, the the ringlets, all, uh, all all of the paraphernalia that says I'm an, a, a very orthodox Jew. They're being urged, indeed told, to stay inside because there's going to be a pro-Hamas protest in Brooklyn and the city of New York can't guarantee their safety. Oh, what the heck? Give up a little bit of your freedom so other people can can exercise their their First Amendment rights. And by the way, if that First Amendment rights just happens to involve physical violence against you, well, what are we supposed to do after all? Let's find let's find a compromise in the middle. You shut up and hide in your house while we exercise our First Amendment rights. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. Let's uh, go to the phones in Minneapolis, John. You're alive and on the air. Go right ahead. Yeah, well, I, I hope I'm alive. But uh, yeah. my comment is this. My uh, my mother at one time caught me. Uh, I, I stole something from a little store down the street from where we lived. She caught me, and uh, she came up to me at home and put the Ten Commandments in front of me. And she said, uh, which one did you break? Uh, I said, okay, Ma, I broke the, I broke the stealing one. And she says, okay, so now you've got to get punished. I said, my, I didn't eat the whole candy bar. I'll bring it, I'll bring it back. She says, no, no, this is not something we can negotiate. You broke the commandment. You're going to get punished for it. And that's how I feel about some of this stuff going on, not just in, in uh, the Middle East, but in, in Minneapolis. Yep, and by the, the way, you're, 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 you're approaching this issue. Thank you very much for your call, as always, John. Excellent call. And you actually have summed up one of the, the cruxes of this issue, because the Ten Commandments, the, which are a, a handy instant moral guide that has guided Western civilization since before there was a Western civilization to guide, has actually played a disproportional role, as Dennis Prager has said many times, in building the most successful, most humane society. The, 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 the society in human history where it has been easiest and most comfortable and most tenable to be a human being, especially not a, a human being who is not part of your society's royalty. And by the way, Western civilization and its rules and its mores and its expectations and its standards, which started with the Ten Commandments and all of the other injunctions and 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 laws and rules and and standards handed down in our Talmudic and then biblical tradition are the enemy to the people that are that are that are rotting our society from inside western civilization itself 
is the enemy to these people. In fact, you you look at woke campus communities, uh, and and by the way, we won't even need to use the term woke. We can look at postmodern, uh, post-structuralist communities in our colleges and universities. They are all uh, descended from various French, quote, thinkers, end quote, the likes of Sartre and Foucault. And, uh, and people will call and say, your, your French is really atrocious. I don't care. It's only French. Anyway, it's not like it's a winner's oh, No, I, I'm not going to go there. But almost got a little carried away there. But I don't care. I don't pronounce my French right. And, and given, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm an eighth French. It may, not everyone knows that. But seriously, the, the idea that Western civilization is something to be rebelled against is something that the likes of Foucault and Sartre and all of the, the people, the post-Marxist thinkers on whom, quote, woke, end quote, culture today is based. That's one of their commandments. We have our commandments. Don't steal. Don't kill. Don't bear false witness. Don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Don't carry the name of the Lord in vain, as De- Dennis Prager translates it from the Hebrew. The... Their, their commandment is get rid of Western civilization. Its rules are what hold are what are are, are what be, are behind quote colonialism end quote. They're the boogeyman that they have declared their their supposed enemy. Now, notwithstanding the fact that in in many real ways they are the legitimate colonizers. At any rate, uh, you you pointed out correctly the Ten Commandments are very clear on a lot of these things. What is less clear, but absolutely black and white the fact is that the Ten Commandments, like all of the other founding principles of Western civilization, is something that at best they are they're trying to get rid of. And at worst they consider the enemy that needs to be vanquished violently. I mean you've heard that. For the last three weeks our uh our, our Moral equivalence crowd, well, let's be honest, the post, the pro-Hamas crowd among us has been saying it, I mean, saying the loud part out louder and saying, okay, we, we need to destroy colonialists, destroy, and, and they've said it in as many words. What do you think? Uh, one of them, whose name eludes me at the moment, said, what, what do you think getting rid of colonialism is, is all about puppies and, and bunnies? No, it's going to involve children getting killed. It's going to involve rape and murder and burning and, and hate and horror. It's their words. Which, by the way, we have our Ten Commandments. Western civilization, at its best, is based on principles like the Ten Commandments, or even, even the golden rule, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, which is not a biblical thing, but it's, it's an extension of the same idea. Treat people like the human you want to be treated as. Don't do anything to them you wouldn't you can't see being justly done to you. Those are key principles of Western civilization. The key principle that has governed the left since before the time uh, since the time of Karl Marx, since before the communists took over in in uh, in in the Soviet Union in China, the key principle that that's down there with their their 10 commandments for us, their equivalent is the ends justify the means, or, or more appropriately, our ends justify our means. 
if we need it, it's good. Good or evil isn't really the important part, is does it get us what we want? It's less important to be good, in a moral sense, than it is to be in control. It was put in almost as many words by Joseph Stalin, who perhaps apocryphally said, is reported to have said, uh, you you got to break some eggs to make an omelet. It may not have been him who said that, but he certainly lived that in his actions. I mean, had no care at all who he had to murder to to get, keep, and feel so, uh, solid in his power. I mean, you pick a dictator throughout history, or at least a, a dictator in the last 150 years. Hitler, Stalin, Mao Zedong, uh, Pol Pot, uh, all of the truly evil ones. Their guiding principle was not the Ten Commandments. It was not anything that you would find as a, as a guiding principle in any kind of form of Western civilization at all. It wasn't even the principles, such as they were, of, of Karl Marx or the Constitution, such as it was, of, of, the, of the Soviet Union, or even, even the written-down principles of the Nazi Party. It was the, ends that I, the end of getting and maintaining power justify whatever means I have to go through to get that power. And as long as I get and hold that power, I'm the one who defines what is or is not justice. And you can look at dictators on the supposed right or the technical left ever since the rise of the the whole concept of moral relativism 130 or so years ago. And they all share that, which is one of the reasons, by the way, the whole idea of left and right uh, is so meaningless and stupid to argue about when you start arguing with with, with progressives about well, Hitler was a Hitler was a conservative. No, no, he 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 was neither left nor right. He was all about power. What does this have to do with the Twin Cities? We'll get back to that in a moment here. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Go nowhere. Raising a family can be tough, but sometimes you just gotta laugh. Teenagers. But I believe personally teenagers are God's revenge on mankind. In order to provide some levity in the midst of life's chaos, AM980 The Mission is hosting comedian Jeff Allen on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. One day God was looking down over his creation and just said, let's see how they like it to create someone of their own image who denies their existence. Jeff's stories are hysterical, and his testimony is deeply inspiring. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff in person. I have read the Bible more than once, cover to cover, and it never says how old the devil was when he rejected God's authority. My guest, 16. Comedy Night is sponsored by Mathnasium, the math learning center. Visit am980themission.com to buy tickets today and save up to $10 per ticket. Devil got his driver's license and drove to Georgia. That's all I know. Are you tired of going online every day and getting news meant to make you afraid? Or meaningless celebrity gossip fighting for your attention? 
Want something different? Something positive? Make your new homepage Christianity.com with daily devotionals, answers to life's tough questions, and meaningful Bible study from favorite pastors and authors on today's current events and issues. Now you have a homepage that reflects your life and your faith. Join the thousands of others who have joined Christianity.com and experience the difference that good news can make in your life. Imagine having all the money you need for retirement, all the income, every month, guaranteed. That's Secure Future Investor, an indexed annuity tied to growth in the stock market, but without any risk of loss ever. It's guaranteed money for life income, no matter how long you live. Call 888-509-2228. 888-509-2228. Sponsored by GP Agency, Inc., Raleigh, North Carolina. Licensed in all states. Performance may vary. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go, but I did ask for help, and Covenant House was there for me. One in 10 young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there, providing hot meals, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed, and I'm succeeding. To learn more, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. Paige Rue here, host of Reloaded, a reality show about my life as a girly girl raised in a gun store. Yes, you heard that right, a gun store. We're a family-owned range in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a firearms instructor, and my passion is to empower Americans to exercise their Second Amendment rights. This series is full of ups and downs, laughs, family drama, and of course, a lot of ammo. Join me and my family run three successful gun ranges while I prepare for the most difficult event of my life. You can find every episode now only at SalemNow.com. I want to see that. SalemNow.com, of course, the place to go for streaming content that you don't have to pay a subscription for. Don't those subscriptions annoy you? They pile up. They You, you keep signing up for them. They, they, the prices keep rising. SalemNow.com, always right there. You can see the price. So, and it's all right there in front of you. No surprises, no endless monthly fees, no subscriptions you forget about. And until you look at it, say, well, I spent how much over the last year over something I've never watched more than twice? Salem now. And I actually do want to see that show. That sounds like fun. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join us. By the way, Tu Fong Lor is uh, coming, joining us in the second hour. He's a U.S. Navy veteran, Hmong American, uh, son of a Hmong veteran of the Vietnam War, who... Uh, is working on building a new Veterans Memorial Park in the greater Cannon Falls area. Uh, looking forward to talking with him second hour. At any rate, stick around for that. 651-289-4488, the number to call. So this whole idea that the ends justify the means and that uh, there is a middle ground between good and evil that we should be able to settle for was on display this past week. Uh, this past week, actually, I drove right past the protest Last Sunday, and when I say protest, I mean outbreak of disorder last uh, Sunday. Actually, I was driving on 94, heading out to the northwest burbs. I passed under, and I knew, I knew, every time I go through downtown these days, I wind, uh, downtown Minneapolis, for whatever reason, I wind up thinking, ooh, this may not have been the best decision. And I had one of those moments. I went through about, I don't know, 3 o'clock-ish or thereabouts, maybe 2 o'clock uh, last Sunday, and I drove under the uh, Lowry Tunnel, under the, the walk, uh, the walkway between Loring Park and uh, the Walker. 
and it was completely encrusted with uh, pro-Hamas protesters. I mean, people, I mean, and waving signs and waving down to people. And I said, okay, fine. It's the first, everyone's First Amendment. You all have the right to protest, even uh, on behalf of a terrorist movement that just murdered uh, as brutally as possible 1,500 people. Yeah, you have that right. Uh, Although, boy, rules against tangible support to terrorists, actual known terrorist organizations need to start getting enforced in this country Uh, because here's here's something I think is fascinating. You recall perhaps three years ago around the time of the George Floyd riots, we were talking about the wave of woke leftist, politically correct young protesters who were chanting idiocy like punch a Nazi. And of course, Nazi to them means everyone they disagree with. I mean, we've seen examples over the years of of them, quote, punching Nazis, end quote, including mainstream Republicans going about their business, minding their own business, exercising their own First Amendment rights. I'm talking, of course, uh, in particular about the March 4th, uh, 2016 or 2017 assault by, quote, anti, end quote, fa on a Republican event at the Minnesota State Capitol, which involved innocent people getting assaulted by, let's see if I get this right here, spoiled, deeply, deeply entitled young uh, fascists. Anyway, because to them, a Nazi is anyone they disagree with. I I have called myself anti-fascist. Therefore, anyone who disagrees with me is a fascist and deserves to be punched. That ends justifying the means. See? See, it all ties together here, folks. And the uh, so 2020, you've got these the same crowd of generally overly overly privileged, almost invariably a wealthy upper middle class children deciding that their right to uh, punch people that their ideology is more important than uh, the basic rule against punching other people without ample reason, like self-defense. They have gone in those last three years from saying punch a Nazi to literally supporting, spending a lot of time and effort, in fact, to support an organization that is literally not just a fascist organization by any definition of the term. And make no mistake, Hamas... Whatever definition of fascist you want to use, except for disagrees with me, they fit it. They are a totalitarian dictatorship. They were elected once and have not held elections since, and they won't. They have absolute control of all of society's institutions in Gaza and the West Bank and every place where, quote, Palestinians, unquote, live. They have co-opted all the institutions of society to their gains and to find an even more toxic brand of fascism. They are obsessed with race, like the Nazis, exactly like the Nazis, which were obsessed with race. Not just the Aryan race uh, versus the Jewish race, but all other race. Aryans versus Slavs, Aryans versus non-Europeans in general. I mean, they were obsessed with race, just like Hamas. Oh, yeah. 
And like that earlier wave of fascists from 90 years ago, 90 years ago next month, actually, they want to eliminate all Jews from the area they want to control initially. But if they can find a way to get rid of all of them, they'll be fine with that. Just like the the, the fascists of 90 years ago, of 1933, they want to eliminate all the Jews. They may not talk about it loudly around their, their upper middle class, entitled white American progressive benefactors, but it's exactly what they want. So the upper middle class, urban progressive privilege besotted, overwhelmingly university educated children of America's of America's bourgeois left have gone from punch a Nazi to support a fascist dictatorship in three years. You say, whoa, that's quite an about face. No, it's not. In fact, it is a direct moral continuum, or should we say immoral continuum. By the way, I, I, the protests last week and did not end well. Uh, they blocked a road. They blocked uh, roads around the uh, Loring Park in Minneapolis. And as befits blocking public thoroughfares, it, it confused people. People who were trying to get through, people, in fact, who needed to get through, tried to edge their way through the crowd. They were confronted by, again, the overwhelmingly white, upper-middle class, exceptionally privileged, overwhelmingly over-entitled children of Minnesota's mushy-mouth left who felt themselves entitled to beat on the car, really make it a total loss, to threaten the driver who eventually had enough and, and sped away, although didn't hurt anyone. I mean, he, he picked the most, uh, whether whether accidentally or on purpose, he wound up taking the, the safest possible route of a, out of a deeply unsafe situation, whereupon he was chased to a place where the protesters formed a roadblock because, boy, nothing says peaceful protests like roadblocking people who are trying to get away from your protest. Whereupon the driver, described as, quote, an old white guy, end quote, because they're also sensitive and inclusive behind their little in-this-house signs. He came out with a box cutter. Potentially, I suspect, because he reasonably feared the crowd was going to try to commit violence on him. And that was the only weapon he had. I'm not going to say you need yourself a better weapon. But if you plan on defending yourself seriously, you do. But the weapon you have is better than the weapon you don't have. Except, of course, as discussed on this program in the past, a, uh, a edged weapon, a knife, a razor blade, a box cutter is a phenomenally bad weapon for self-defense, legally as well as tactically. But I, I digress. This left, by the way, uh, going back to the ends justify our means department, a fellow named Zach Metzger going on TikTok, or Instagram, I guess it was, to justify his actions of blocking the highway and terrorizing the old man at at his pro-Hamas protest because the man felt the need to defend himself with a knife after his car was mobbed. Now, this fellow, Zach Metzger, has the type 
of of effect, the, the type of appearance. I, I don't like to judge books by their covers. But you can tell by the way he looks and by the way he talks. I, I would I, I should say, I will take a phenomenally educated guess that Zach Metzger is a child of immense privilege. By the way, he ran for the Minneapolis City Council, I believe, in the 13th Ward, the southwest part of the Twin Cities, where apparently has not been endorsed. So I I was concerned he might get, uh, since he was running for the Minneapolis City Council, he's so far to the obscenely over-the-top left that I thought he's a shoe-in. Apparently he did not get endorsed, and the endorsement is really the election in that part of town. So apparently he's not going to get onto the city council yet. Uh, one suspects that he's living at home, by the way. he's. If you haven't seen him, by the way, I have a post at Shot in the Dark Info called This is Minneapolis 2023 that came out earlier in the week. He has the sort of carefully cultivated look of hip poverty that takes a phenomenal amount of resources to support. The long, curly hair, the uh, the, the, the scraggly yet very, very au courant beard, the, uh, the, the appearance of, I don't know, being sort of a retro hippie. That is the sort of thing that you need to have an incredible amount of privilege to pull off in our society. The idea you can get a job and, and support yourself while going out into the world looking, acting, and talking like that makes me think he's got to be part of the nonprofit industrial complex. I haven't bothered looking into his background, and I won't. Uh, all I will say is, A, if he moves out of his mom and dad's basement down in southwest Minneapolis, I'm going to guess Linden Hills. But I mean, He's running to represent a ward around Lake uh, Harriet and down into Linden Hills, you, you know, the big money part of Minneapolis. I'm just going to say, if he moves to Nokomis or Powderhorn or, or Marcy Holmes or one of uh, Minneapolis's other white, middle-class, progressive, urban life theme parks, he's a shoe-in. He will be on the city council. Uh, You can take that as political consulting there. Mr. Metzger, feel free to send me a check, whatever you think it's worth. Well into four digits, of course, naturally. Ask mom and dad. This is the kind of I mean, you see people like this. You're... You're looking at someone who has to come from enough wealth in their background, enough privilege in their background, that they can look like a homeless person and still be audibly, visibly educated and middle class. It's a conundrum. At any rate, yet another case of someone who thinks, someone on the left, inevitably, who thinks that their ends justify their means. 651-289-4488. If you disagree with me, by the way, you get on the air first. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. 
This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. Now more than ever, you need to stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. That's why you need Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. A Retirement Watch subscription gives you must-have advice on all aspects of your retirement. Independent advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter. You'll also get Bob's five model portfolios and five free reports, including the hidden rules of retirement, hidden real estate tax bombs to avoid, cashing in on Congress's $350,000 retirement shocker, plus two more free reports, and an exclusive conference call with Bob Carlson answering your retirement questions. The newsletter, free reports, the conference call, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com, yourretirementwatch.com. That's yourretirementwatch.com. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Frighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Number to call should you care to join me. Don't forget, the Patriot half-off deals are here. The program can save you up to, well, 50%, even more sometimes, on amazing products and services here in the Twin Cities, including Champion Plumbing, brand-new Bradford White uh, water heaters uh, installed, only one available right now. Go to am12athepatriot.com, click on the half-off deals icon, or call 651-405-58, or rather, 605, let's try it again, 651-405-8800. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. One more segment before we go talk with Tufang Lore about the uh, upcoming proposed Veterans Commemorative Park coming up, hopefully, hopefully, with a little help from all of you, all of us, let's be honest, uh, in Cannon Falls. It's a, it's a big plan. It's a fascinating plan. I'm looking forward to talking with him about that. We'll take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. By the way, if you disagree with me, even more so, uh, give me a call because unlike... Minnesota Public Radio, unlike The Good Neighbor, which is still on the air. I didn't know that until recently. Uh, Unlike AM 950, which to my amazement is still on the air. If you disagree with me, you get on the air first. Try that at any other talk station in town, other than perhaps our good friends over at the boutique talk station. They won't. If you disagree with them, they block you. They will dox you, I swear. They're, they're, they're merciless. No, we love a good dialogue. And, yeah, we will win every time because 
we have the right on our side. But, I mean, we'll still take your call and we'll still treat you like a human being, unlike a good chunk of the of the Minnesota left, which spent the last week demonstrating on behalf of a literal fascist organization, Hamas. Now, I, there are those who say, and, and with some justification, that the situation in the Middle East, especially the situation between the Palestinians and the Israelis, is incredibly complicated, and it's really not our side to take sides in the whole thing. Well, that goes out the window when one of the sides, in uh, pursuit of getting its, its complaints, legitimate or not, across to the general public, decides to forego free speech and change instead to firing rockets at innocent people, machine-gunning party-goers at a dance festival, burning people alive in their homes, or lighting their homes on fire and shooting them like dogs as they run out, gang-raping women and children, uh, cutting heads off of people, burning them to death, shooting them like dogs in the street, taking them hostage and likely raping and killing them if, if applicable, or certainly holding them hostage. See, these are not what things that civilized people do to each other. And, and if, you, if your response to that is, well, civilization as we know it here in the West is, is a part of colonization, well, then you are the problem. And if this is what you believe, and if this is what on the thing on behalf of which you protest, then you're not an anti-colonialist. You're not a freedom fighter. You are best described, given that you are agitating on behalf of a literally fascist organization that obsesses about race and seeks the extermination of Jews. A, a better term to describe you might be less freedom fighter and, and more, say, Hitler youth. Well, Hitler's dead, but you're still here. What the heck is wrong with you? And this is so demoralizing to me because I remember when I was doing my first talk show back in... I'll say it, 1987 at the former Evil Talk Empire, which is now just an inconsequential sports station that nobody cares about, including its own employees. Was that Caddy? That may have been Caddy. At any rate, at the, uh, at, the, at the other former talk station, I interviewed in one of my final broadcasts on that station a noted Holocaust denier. I don't like to give his name. I think he's left the business. I think he may be dead. His name is Ernst Zündel. He's a German who immigrated to Canada, and he was a pretty famous, dare I say, best-selling Holocaust denier. And I had a pretty, pretty spirited argument at three o'clock one morning. And as I left the air that night, I thought, well, at least this fella is going to be lonely in the dustbin of history because nobody could possibly be so stupid as this nobody could possibly be so morally depraved as to try to deflect attention away from the systematic attempt to exterminate an entire race of people an entire ethnic group we're better than that as humans now we have to be we cannot have gone through a spasm like we did in world war ii and bear in mind this was half this is actually closer to the end of world war ii than it was to the present day about as close and there's no way people will forget about that and, and let it happen again i mean never again was very much a, a living 
breathing statement of doctrine back then for an awful lot of Western civilization who took it very, very seriously. This is the the generation of people who built the American Holocaust Museum uh, in a nation that was not directly affected by the Holocaust itself, at least not at large, although was disproportionately responsible for ending it. But here we are. We have not merely marooned people stranded from another time and place like the, the idiot that I interviewed in 1987 denying the Holocaust and, and actively cheerleading for a new one. We're talking about people that it, in another more innocent time would have been referred to as our nation's best and brightest university students, people who, people who are our nation's intellectual and administrative future who refuse to accept the notion that like the like, like whatever has happened in the past the idea that Hamas being the person in my initial example with the baseball bat say hey mind if i beat you to death and the israelis who whatever has happened in the past and and by the way they've exerted themselves to to find a solution far above and beyond the call of duty uh, are 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 the person who is intended the intended victim and you have half the world including including some of our quote best and brightest actively telling that person yeah at best maybe you should accept that traumatic brain injury uh, Tufang Lord joins us next talking about Minnesota's Veterans Memorial Park go nowhere we'll be right back says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years, and it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. PragerTopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, PragerTopia Unlimited. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.